0: I'm a 19 year old woman who lives in a fairly small town in West Midlands, England, but I won't say which town, as I kind of feel uncomfortable mentioning it, out of fear somebody might actually find out which location the story takes place in. So during the Christmas holidays that started in 2022, one of my good friends named Charlie that I've known for a decade now, had sent me a text one day to invite me to a party that would be taking place at her house, as the whole house would be free to just her as her parents were gonna be gone for a couple of days at one of their family members' places. This wasn't any Christmas party or anything. It was just one of those rare parties that someone has whenever their parents are gone. And so the day after, she had sent me an invitation text. The party started around 5 p.m. as it was already dark outside, as it was winter, of course. When I got there, literally at the start of the party, the house was filled with lots of people, Mostly just teenagers and people that I didn't even know. Which I later found out that even Charlie didn't know most of these people. Because there were friends of her friends that were also at the party. Because Charlie told everybody to bring as many friends as they wanted. So now you have all these strangers everywhere in the house. But it seemed like she didn't mind it. There was a lot going on in that house though. Most people were already super pissed just an hour after the party started. Basically, everyone was dancing and just shouting all the time, having a pretty good time, but some people, especially the group of lads that were friends, seemed very inappropriate, and a lot of fights started throughout the night. Me, Charlie, and my other good friend Olivia were basically just sitting on the sofa in the living room. We had ate food and drank way too much, but I made sure not to drink too much as them, as I didn't want to get drunk especially in a place with people like this. So it's a few hours into the party now, and I'm still sat in the same spot when I look over to the left of the room and I look past a few of the people just standing around. I see this guy sitting on a chair on the other side of the room and he's just staring at me. And as soon as he realized that I saw him looking at me, this big disturbing smile then appeared on his face and he just continued to stare. He gave me this strange wave by wiggling his fingers, and then he simply stood up, and then walked away to a different room while staring at me. I was weirded out by this, but I also thought to myself, well maybe it was someone I know that I didn't recognize, because after all, I didn't see his face that well to be honest, as the hat he was wearing created a shadow on most of his face because of the light directly above him from where he was sitting. And while we're talking about his hat, let me describe it. It was this blue cookie monster bucket hat. And he was also wearing these pink and white baggy bottoms and a fluffy white hoodie with cute teddy bears all over it. And his fingernails were painted all these different colors. Mostly just black though. So yeah, this guy didn't have a fairly strange style, but I did kind of like it. He looked very young too, like maybe 15 to 16 years old. I asked Charlie and Olivia if they knew who that guy was, which I'll just call him the cookie hat guy for now. They both said no, but the look on their faces told me that they must have seen his strange behavior too. About a half an hour later, I really needed to pee, and so I stood up, made my way to the stairs, and as soon as I made it to the stairs, I looked up, and I again saw the cookie hat guy. He was peeking from behind a wall upstairs to the left and I stopped, dead in my tracks. As soon as he saw that I noticed him, he very slowly moved his head back behind the wall. It was at this point that I was starting to feel somewhat scared of this guy. Like, what is he even doing acting like this? And I don't even know him. At this point, I was hesitating whether or not I should actually go up the stairs or not, but I desperately needed the bathroom. So I slowly made my way up there, The bathroom was on the right, away from the creep, and so as soon as I got upstairs, I then rushed to the bathroom, and I locked myself in. As I'm sitting on the toilet, I see two separate shadows appear on the light on the bottom of the door, where I can see the light outside the bathroom in the hallway. It's pretty dark inside the bathroom, and there was the smaller light inside of there that really lit up most of the room, but it was still dark enough to see the light of the hallway on the bottom of the door. I can only assume then it was probably just somebody's feet creating the shadows that's standing right outside the bathroom door, and whoever this is is probably someone who also came up the stairs to use the bathroom, but as I'm just sitting there, this person is literally just standing there, not doing anything. Not knocking or trying to come into the bathroom or anything, they're just standing there. After about a minute of this person just standing there and not moving. I hear a strange sound on the bathroom door, which sounds like this person is just drumming their fingers on the outside of the door, and after a few seconds of that, the person then begins scratching on the door with their nails. At this point, I'm realizing that this person is most likely the same creepy cookie hat guy, and he's trying to scare me or something, but I didn't know for sure if it was him or not. It was really weird that I didn't know what to do, And so I just simply said, Um, there's someone in here. Just to try and make this person realize that someone's in the bathroom and to make them leave. And as soon as I said that, the noises stopped. Then, I began seeing a bigger shadow appear on the light on the bottom of the door. And I actually started hearing sniffing noises on the bottom of the door. That then made me realize that the shadow is now somebody's head on the floor. Then I actually see someone slide their fingers inside the room through the gap on the bottom of the door, and this person's fingers had black and blue nails on them, then confirming my theory that this is indeed the Cookie Hat guy, and he's being a complete weirdo. I was so weirded out and confused on what I was looking at that I just sat there for a while, just staring. I eventually broke out of it, and I then loudly said, Hey, what the hell are you doing? This caused the guy to stop sniffing, and he slowly pulled his hand back from underneath the door. This guy then went back to just standing there in the middle of the doorway, not doing anything. Then the light in the hallway slowly disappeared. Probably because he turned the lights off so I couldn't see his shadow anymore. He then started to laugh very creepily for about a few seconds before stopping. I was understandably scared. And I wanted to text my friends to come up here to try and get this guy away from me. But then I realized I would left my damn phone downstairs. My next plan was to shout for my friend to get up here, but I knew she wouldn't hear me as it was way too loud downstairs. So after I was done doing my business, I wanted to obviously go back downstairs, but I was petrified because I didn't even know if the guy was still just standing there or not. So after giving it a few minutes, I quickly opened the door, and what I saw disturbed me. Inside of the room opposite from where I'm standing, there's a bed in the corner, and it's the same guy, the cookie hat guy. He's just lying down on the bed in a fetal position, rocking back and forth, singing quietly to himself. And about three seconds later, he just stops singing and moving, looks up at me, and he then quickly grabs a blanket, pulling it up to his nose, his eyes going wide, I guess in a response to me seeing him. I then quickly rushed downstairs back to my friends, a little bit in shock. Charlie and Olivia had immediately realized that something was definitely wrong. They then began asking me what happened, and I explained everything. They were clearly weirded out, and they were also just as confused like I was. Charlie then decided to go upstairs to confront the creep, but when she came back down to us, she said she went into the room where he was inside of, and she actually found him hiding in the closet drawing these strange childlike drawings on paper. She then told him to leave her house, and after giving her a strange smile, he stood up, walked outside of the room, and then most likely walked outside of the house. After a few minutes, olivia and i started walking to the kitchen to get more food from the fridge and as soon as i stepped inside i could not believe what i had witnessed i once again saw the cookie hat guy acting like a completely normal person now he's just standing there having a laugh and joking around with all the other guys in there he was actually very well spoken and he seemed very smart I was so confused because the way he was acting upstairs was completely different to how he was acting now, like an insane creep, and now he's down here where people are, being a completely different person, and being social. He didn't notice me because of how loud it was, and because of how many people were crowded inside the room, so I just got myself some food, and went back into the living room. I was thinking to myself, now that the guy was being so normal now, I wanted to go to him and ask him why he was acting so weird like before maybe it really was just a stupid prank but for some reason i just didn't really feel like going to him because i was still very creeped out by him well around 2am in the morning when the party finally started to calm down and pretty much everyone began to sleep in random areas of the house as they were all really drunk including olivia and charlie who went to take a nap somewhere I started to get tired myself and i went upstairs to the guest room to go to sleep as i'm sleeping though i'm woken up by someone touching me and when i finally realize what's going on from just waking up i then see that it's the cookie hat guy he's slowly brushing his hand through my hair i immediately jump up and i begin to scream and he started to run downstairs I hear the sliding door in the kitchen leading outside open and then shut. Charlie as well as many other people in the house had heard me screaming, and they rushed into the room I was in, then beginning to ask me what just happened, but I was literally speechless and absolutely shaking with fear. I begged Charlie to call me an Uber to drive me home, as she nor me had a car or even a freaking license, and I really wanted to go back home away from this weird situation and I couldn't get an Uber myself as my phone was dead. Charlie agreed, and a few minutes later of me being scared and just desperate to go home, my Uber had finally arrived. Olivia wanted to come home with me as she wanted to calm me down and be with me to make me feel better, and so she tagged along with me. As soon as the car started to drive, it drove past these few trees, and with the window opened, I then hear somebody saying from outside, psst psst hey i look outside and i can't fucking believe what i see it's the cookie hat guy and he's peeking from behind a tree he's hiding and looking straight at me with a big grin on his face as we then drove past him i didn't even turn around to look back at him i was honestly just shocked by this whole situation and i just wanted to get home after a few days just after this night I began receiving strange gifts sent straight to my address. Things like flowers and small little gifts. And I was really confused at first on who was doing this, as it didn't say who it was from. But the fourth gift sent to me was the same Cookie Monster Bucket Hat that the strange guy was wearing at the party. And there was actually a note on it that said, Be sure to wear this wherever you go. That's when I then came to the realization that this was the guy from the party that strange creep was the one sending me these gifts but what really had me confused and scared me the most was how the hell did he know where i live right now i still live in the same exact house and it's really nerve-wracking to know this psychopath knows where i live i called the police but they didn't really do much about it i gave them a description of the guy and i also included what he was wearing that night that i met him with this cookie monster hat orange circular glasses, and teddy bear hoodie and everything else. The police just left after that. So yeah, I really just hope whoever this weirdo is will just leave me alone for good. The story takes place when I was 15. I'd been dealing with something mentally that I'd rather not get into. I had planned on this Friday to just sleep all day, or possibly just play video games or binge movies during the night. Well, fast forward to 3 p.m. that same day. I got a text from a buddy who I'll call T for this story. He tells me that a few of his friends are planning a block party for 11 p.m. that night. I'd really been stressing out, and I figured the party would be a good chance to unwind and have a good time. So 10 15 rolls around, and we meet up down the road. After I'd snuck out my window, the walk there was just us bullshitting around about the party and just how much fun it would be. Well, we get to the house, and it's a single story with a fenced in front and backyard. Music is blasting, and everyone's drinking and having a good time. I'd had a few beers, but he was even more drunk than I was. Everything was fine until I heard someone slam so hard on their car brakes that they squealed. It was so loud that it was actually audible above the music. I heard shouting out front, and then my blood ran cold, as I got a really bad feeling. I dragged my drunk buddy out back, as I then explained that I had a bad feeling, and that we needed to go. Well, my hunch had been correct, as not even two seconds later, after we got into the backyard... Literally, gunshots rang out from in front of the house. We took off running, climbing the back fence, and sprinting once we got over it. We were also stumbling a bit as a result of the beer we had, while what sounded like returning gunfire could be heard from behind us. T had really puked badly a few blocks later, as he had drank way much more than I had. We had made it home safely, and it was only a few days later when I found out why shit went south. A few of the people at the party supposedly had gang ties, and a rival gang showed up to start shit, and someone had mouthed off, resulting in the gunfight between the two groups. Once the attackers realized the people at the party were shooting back, they had fled. A few people were hit, but thankfully, no one died. This happened six years ago, and the sounds of those gunshots still stick out in my mind. Hi, I'm a 31-year-old dad now, and I live in New Zealand. Back when I was in my early 20s, I had moved back into my parents' house after a breakup. I started really enjoying the single life, with drinking, smoking weed, and just partying with friends. One day, however, I got invited over to a massive party. There must have been like 60 or more people there. After a very drunken and smoked out night, I had to take a bus back to the city. I walked home after the bus had dropped me off in the city and I hadn't slept from the night before, so I was rather tired and hung over. Anyways, so as I was walking home, I noticed a banged up Jeep with an almost smashed out window at the front, which was rather odd where I was living at because this was a bit of a wealthy type of area now not too many might find this story scary but i was kind of a small guy back then and that didn't help me at all so as i was passing by the jeep which was right outside of a kid's school i saw a man dumping kids clothes in a bin from black bags and this guy seemed rather old man did he give me off a bad vibe though i slowly walked past him until i heard him call out to me i kind of paused as my house at the time where I was staying at was less than 10 minutes away from this school. The man started saying things like, "You look like a nice young man. I bet you had a good night tonight." But then, he started walking towards me, and he then said to me, "You know, I happen to know your father. I don't think he would like you walking around out here all by yourself. Why don't I give you a lift home?" Now, my dad was a very well-known man in that town, so I don't want to give out too much information. I had never seen this old man before, and he didn't even look like he was from around here at all. So at first, I just said no thank you, and I started slowly walking home again. But this man wouldn't take no for an answer. He just kept going on how I really need to take his offer, and how I'm hungover, and I really just need to let him drive me home. After a while, I really got sick of this. I told him how I had seen how he was acting really dodgy at the school, and how he was dumping the kid's clothes, and this guy straight up looked like a pedophile. I then told him to leave me the fuck alone and to fuck off. He then got into his car, but as he was getting into his car, he then yelled out to me. I'm gonna go see your father right now and tell him all about this. I just told him to go ahead, that I'm not even a kid. And I don't care. The man that started up his car and he actually tried to run me down with his Jeep. He then sped off after that. Now after this happened, I ran all the way home and I then told my dad everything that happened. I started to ask my dad about this man and his Jeep, just to find out who he was and if my dad even knew him. My dad then told me that he didn't know anyone who has a Jeep and that he definitely didn't know this man. My dad was also very creeped out and he wanted to call the police over this, as he said this man's intentions were very bad and he could've killed me, and how who really knows what could've happened to me if I'd actually gotten into his car. It's just really too bad I was hung over. I don't have enough information that I could really remember to tell the police. So the creepy old man was really lucky, but so was I, I guess, since I did get home safe. This is my first ever true story that I've ever submitted. I have a few other stories as well that I may send if people like this one. Thank you to everyone out there who listened to my story, and please be safe out there.